From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of colored commentary, and still enjoying our month-long celebration of being named as one of the top 20 black conservative podcasters to follow on the internet. I'm loving that honor, and I will put it all over the place as much as I need to, because we've worked very hard over the last year and a half plus to uh, to make this a quality program. Uh, also, if you want to uh, send us email, comments, questions, shout-outs, whatever, uh, you can contact us at inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, we're doing all kinds of things on the website. You can drop by the online store. We would definitely say pick up some uh, some of our uh, new merch that's on there. Uh, and you can also donate to help us keep growing because we're still at 38 states and 11 foreign countries. Oh, yes, and one Canadian province. So looking forward to continuing to... Uh, grow with you guys and always you can subscribe to our web uh, not to our well you can subscribe to our website but you can also subscribe to the program anyway my friends it has been kind of you know a, a bit of a wacky Thursday um, certainly some of the big news uh, that has happened uh, Rupert Murdoch the chairman of News Corp and Fox News Channel, and also owns the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal, uh, has stepped down as uh, chairman of the board and CEO, and he has turned over operations to his son, Lachlan, um, at an interesting time when Fox is still uh, having... Uh, ratings problems uh, and apparently former Fox viewers haven't quite forgiven them for what they did to Tucker Carlson uh, so but you know time munches on and the folks at Fox will continue to do things that will not help themselves <coughs> mm. excuse me but that's going to be interesting to see what happens with this next generation of Murdochs running the empire. Uh, not just here in the United States, but in Great Britain and in Sky News uh, Great Britain and in Australia. So this is going to be fun to watch. Uh, let's see. Now we've... Uh, today... Uh, was kind of Mr. Zelensky goes to Washington again to ask for money again. And, but apparently his timing isn't exactly the greatest. Uh, he didn't exactly have a great time at the UN General Assembly on Tuesday when he gave his speech 
because Poland has now stopped weapons transfers to the Ukraine because Zelensky insulted Poland. That didn't help. So now, number two, he comes to Washington today and he requests that he uh, have a joint session of Congress. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, probably the first one of the smart things he's done in a while, uh, said no. He said no. So, uh, Zelensky wasn't exactly getting the red carpet treatment uh, that he's been used to. And there's been a growing disdain on Capitol Hill to the idea of giving any more money to the Ukraine. I mean, Zelensky wants another $24 billion. And given some of the sentiments of members of the House and some of the Senate, uh, that ain't gonna happen. I mean, Rand Paul very definitively said he would not vote for any appropriations or spending package that gave even a cent to the Ukraine. Plus, member, the House Republicans, many of them, and it's a growing list, are saying uh, no money for Ukraine, no CR, uh, and McCarthy is getting, uh, is more than a little rattled. So rattled that apparently he has sent uh, the members home for a couple of days because apparently he wants to try to find some type of devious little shiny toy, another squirrel that, hey, squirrel, over here, squirrel, you know, follow this. But frankly, uh, I don't think it's really necessarily working because the, the, and, and the reason why Zelensky is not exactly getting the warmest of welcomes because uh, apparently one Republican senator who was not named uh, apparently got rather upset at Zelensky, probably in some private meeting, for his intelligence branch putting an American journalist, Jack Posobiec of Human Events, on a kill list. That didn't help. Uh, plus the fact that they, the Ukrainians, have also imprisoned an American, uh, an American journalist over there, a blogger, and apparently that didn't exactly help either. So, yet, in spite of the not so warm welcome that Zelensky's received, but there are still the fanboys. And from the Hill newspaper, um, the headline, quote, We'll get it done, McCall says of Ukraine aid after Zelensky meeting. But since Zelensky didn't get his joint session of Congress, he had to settle for meeting with Hakeem Jeffries, uh, McCarthy himself, and some of the key uh, committee chairs uh, to discuss this, but I mean, just to show you how dingy some Republicans are acting. I mean, this is from Michael McCall, Congressman 
Republican of Texas. I've actually been through his district in uh, around the Houston, southeast Texas area, around Houston, uh, Tomball, and, and other towns, but this just blew my mind. It's like, I don't think, I don't know where he's McCall's been, but just this story from the Hill today. And I'll, I'll just read like the first maybe paragraph or two, but the top Repo the top house Republican overseeing U.S. foreign affairs said Congress will provide more funding for Ukraine to fight off the Russian invasion despite GOP pushback after a meeting, after a Thursday meeting with Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky in Washington. Representative Michael McCall, chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, also proposed legislating that the U.S. provide F-16 fighter jets for Ukraine and long-range missiles that the Biden administration has held back on providing. Quote, we need to give them everything they need, and if this administration won't give it to them, then I submitted that we write uh, in our appropriations bill, we write the weapons that he, Zelensky, asked for that this administration won't give, McCall told reporters, adding that senior Democratic lawmakers agreed with the proposal. Hello? Uh, hello? Congressman McCall, waking, this is your wake-up call. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, this, I mean, hello? Right now, you can't guarantee a darn thing because any appropriations bill of the 11 that are left, because the concept of the continuing resolution is on life support and is dying rather quickly. I mean, even uh, Byron Donald's uh, continue resolution, which gives only 92% of funding for the Biden woke weaponized agenda instead of 100%. But there, it's not going much of anywhere. I mean, there are proposals and counter proposals by um, McCarthy is trying to figure out something. Matt Gates has put forth his ideas, and it's just going to be butting heads for the next few days because we are a little over a week away from uh, the end of the fiscal year and government shutdown and blah blah blah. But McCall, Zelensky fanboy, I said, are you kidding me? Has there any has there been any sort of audit about the money and the things that and the material that we've sent to uh, the Ukraine? Not particularly. Oh, excuse me, I had to grab some water. But yeah, hello, wake up, McCall, wake up. Ugh, mercy. Uh, and of course, yesterday, and they're still talking about it, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, and his 
not-so-fun trip to the House Judiciary Committee with his rope-a-dope and I-don't-knows and, you know, all of that and wanted to give the answer his way. I mean, this is, I mean, it was the typical song and dance act uh, with, with Garland and also it's done by uh, Chris Ray over at the FBI. But I'll tell you what, though, this I love. Because during yesterday's hearing, uh, Congresswoman Victoria Sparts, uh, Republican of Indiana, probably gave the most impassioned, uh, pretty much putting Garland through some kind of meat grinder, but it is uh, amazing uh, how much and for how long Garland just sort of, well, I don't know, there's an ongoing investigation, blah, 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 all, all the ducks and the dodges. I mean, hey, if I'm on a song and dance act, Attorney General Garland, I'll go to New York for a Broadway show. Other than that, you are still a weak weasel who needs to be impeached. But I love what Victoria Sparks did because, as I even said yesterday, because I'll play it, I'm going to play it again. I mean, this is a woman who understands some things because she grew up in the old Soviet Union and so she knows a police state when she sees it. But I want to play it again because it's beautiful. It's a big reminder of what's going on. So here we go, Congresswoman Victoria Sparts of Indiana. Attorney General, you had a very moving statement about your grandparents coming here uh, from Belarus to live in the country without fear of prosecution. I grew up in very similar country, Ukraine now, and when I came here as a young person, I believed in the value as an American not to be afraid of my government. But I wanted to tell you, and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that. Are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying, are you aware or not? I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying no, it's that not a test. Well, let me let me give you an example. I don't know we talk what... about January six people. Sorry? Yeah, there, there some people came on January six. There probably was some people that came on January six here. You know that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. They came with strollers and the kids. And there was chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came, they were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People were showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district, please call, call that. 
People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government. And I'll share some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question, you're probably not a bad person. I don't know you, but what I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow walk investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter, ever since the slow walk. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow walk. Then, by the time, you know, that investigation and its statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia, and no one recalls anything. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was uh, egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read about that, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is my frustration. I'll be honest with you. Then it's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sands be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs? Do you understand that it actually can undermine the war in Ukrainian effort and policy, I think these concerns were raised. The Bob administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now, and Americans don't trust this president. So you, I want to ask you one thing. You know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably a good American and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed that what we became as a country, to say that what our Department of Justice became, that allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger to our republic. It is significant danger. And I have just one more question from you. You know, I mean, I agree on corporate crimes and FISA stuff, even with Democrats, that we need to do a better job. One more question for you. Do you believe that, you know, you talk about rights to vote, but do you believe that only U.S. citizens should be voting in this election and doing anything to make sure that only eligible people vote in elections? Yes and yes. Okay, I would like to see that, what you do. Thank you. Neil back. Okay, I mean, this lady was just, wow. I mean, I, I like to play it over and over again because this is someone who understands in a unique position about totalitarianism, police states, and so forth, because she did grow up in the old Soviet Union. I mean, I've been to the Soviet Union, uh, gosh, years and years ago. But my gosh, this is just, ugh. God bless her. Because Garland is absolutely off of his rocker. This dude, and you've also got Christopher Ray at the FBI, and all the other wackadoodle stuff that's going on, especially with Ray Epps, who owned one of the key figures of January 6th, who was actually caught on tape uh, trying to uh, start an insurrection by telling people to go into the Capitol 
it's clearly stated and there's more than one video of him doing it you know but yet somehow the FBI the Department of Injustice only gives this guy one indicted for one dinky misdemeanor one dinky misdemeanor pleads guilty to it probably gets some nice plea deal out of it two and a half years later and it's just it's a WTF man I mean we're not even at WTF Friday but oh my lord and I'm gonna be looking into this one uh, a little bit uh, probably tomorrow a little bit because it's going to be really wackadoodle to find out what the deal is and Darren Beatty of Revolver News is definitely been on this case for a couple over two years now and I can't wait to see what he's discovered uh, in this particular phase of it but uh, I definitely want to get into something from the uh, way too little and far too late department now this is from the Wall Street Journal and it was done it, it, from yesterday but the headline ought to really piss some people off from the Wall Street Journal Biden appoints disaster coordinator for recovery efforts in Ohio train derailment now this was done by an executive order directing FEMA to name someone a point person for the rebuilding efforts now keep this in mind folks it has been seven months or so since the whole mess in East Palestine Ohio happened the train wreck uh, the fire the chemicals that are in the groundwater and in the ground itself making I mean it just ruined it forever nobody was really taking any responsibility and Biden never even even came to visit now he sends uh, preachy Pete Buttigieg the and Alfred E. Newman of the Biden administration as transportation secretary and apparently he acts like an absolute horse's butt but even worse is his press secretary some really ditzy blonde who really uh, needs help and I mean psychiatric more than anything because she is so full of herself I mean narcissism on steroids but now of course that was Biden's response now what was Trump's response in true Trump style he showed up in East Palestine and he did not come empty-handed oh no the town treated they would have given him a parade you know if they could have but they had signs thank you President Trump and he came and the people loved it the mayor loved it the fire chief loved it 
and the fact that the and the fact that the government was trying to pin this whole mess on the town's fire chief please I mean Trump came with a caravan of semi trucks loaded with Trump water cleaning supplies and other things that the town needed and then on top of that goes to a, McDon a McDonald's in the area it's like hey everybody go get some food it's on me I mean come on this this is why that part of Ohio is Trump country because he came when Biden didn't you know he and it was just amazing so now biden way way too little and far far too late says okay we're gonna get a disaster coordinator and do the recovery efforts i'm like serious freaking serious you now think of this months later and you didn't even have the decency to go and visit that, my friends, is a whole new definition of tone deaf. And I do mean tone deaf. Oh, my Lord. That was absolutely one of the most embarrassing things I had ever seen in my lifetime. Oh, ay, 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 ay. But, you know, I guess better late than not at all, but... Certainly not for the people in East Palestine. I mean, you even had Steve Bannon in the war room going there, and they got sick uh, for a bit. Uh, Real America's Voice, their network, and brought a lot of their team, and they got sick. You know, and all the stuff that you didn't get told by the mainstream media, you had to get through independent media. So this is just an insult. It's a slap in the face to the people of East Palestine. And it's just ridiculous. Or it's more like redonkulous. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but... Uh, oh, well, I don't know what to tell you, folks. We live in a wackadoodle world. But... President Trump is still, thank goodness, out there. <laughs> Although it was really crazy. He shows up at a bar, hands out pizza to people, and sign and autographs a woman's shirt. I'm like, okay, that's a little, mm, I don't know. But I'm just hoping that Melania didn't watch that. Because that would have been, that could get a little dicey at home. But... <laughs> but anyway, it's just kind of fun. Uh, uh, but I guess for today, I think I'm just going to call it done. And thank each and every one of you for listening. Uh, please tell your friends, uh, subscribe and follow our podcast. Get notified when new episodes uh, are uploaded. We're on all the platforms, so just pick your favorite, look for In Black and Right, and just follow, subscribe, and everything else. 
Uh, same thing with our Rumble channel, uh, except you get the video version. So, my friends, I'm just going to call it a day for right now. Thank you so much again for listening. Um, tomorrow, WTF Friday. Gotta love it. Looking forward to it. So, for now, God bless you guys. Take care of yourselves. And always remember, patriots come in all colors. Yeah.